Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Jay, and this is the Rewatch Podcast. I watch movies all the time. Then I like to rewatch them, and sometimes I'll even watch them again. It doesn't matter if they're good or bad or just downright terrible. I'm going to watch them and then tell you all about them. And sometimes I'll have special guests join me. This is the Rewatch Podcast. Welcome back to the Rewatch Podcast. I am Jay Thomas, and this week we're going to talk about the Star Wars sequel trilogy. Not in full depth, but I've I've recently watched them again because I've been in a very Star Warsy mood lately, and I blame Ahsoka for that. Uh, I've really liked that show on Disney Plus. As of right now, the finale hasn't happened. It'll be a week from now, and I'm excited for it. I really have enjoyed the show, and one of the things I think that want, made me want to watch the sequel trilogy is you know it's, it was a little in the beginning, a little slower I guess and w- watching people online kind of freak out about it and be like oh I saw one post like literally the same day that was like uh, Ahsoka has saved Star Wars and another one that's like it's still horrible and I got thinking about the sequel trilogy and how you know it I remember being kind of like eh about it but I didn't dislike them except I knew I didn't really like The Last Jedi there were things I liked in it but then I was like, I don't, I didn't really care for that one. And then when the Ahsoka episode happened, where, spoiler alert, Hayden Christensen comes back as Anakin Skywalker, um, as either a Force ghost or something in Ahsoka's mind. Still unclear on what exactly happened. It doesn't matter. It was awesome. It was a fantastic episode. They redid some Clone Wars things. It was one of my favorite episodes of, of TV this year. By a long shot. And I was just really excited about it. And then I, I saw a bunch of things online about how people were saying that this, you know, the Star Wars Disney shows have had a redemption arc for, not a redemption arc, but a redemption for Hayden Christensen where people, you know, really like him now and praise him. And they all hated him when the uh, prequels came out. And again, I didn't really hate him. Attack of the Clones I really liked at first. And then. I've liked that less and less as the years have gone on. There are things in it I like. With Revenge of the Sith, I've always liked that one. I think it's the best when you watch the other prequels ahead of time (laughs) before because then you see how much better it has gotten since the other ones. But the the thing about the prequels was that it was also CG heavy. And with the Star Wars sequels, you'd heard that they were going to be much more practical. A lot of creatures and things were going to actually be there. And you could see it, and it was going to be a real thing. And I was like, this is, you know, like the the original Star Wars. And I was very excited about that idea. And you didn't know much, but you knew that Mark Hamill was going to be in it. You knew Harrison Ford was going to be back in it, which I was shocked about that. I didn't think there was a chance in hell that Harrison Ford was going to come back to Star Wars. But here we are. I I didn't also think they'd make two more Indiana Jones movies, and they did. Uh, Carrie Fisher was going to be back as Leia. I was like, this is, what is happening? Like, what are these movies even going to be? But they said that they were going to be, you know, kind of passing the torch to a younger group. And I was very excited by the news of the people because you had Daisy Ridley, who I'd actually never really heard of. Um, but I, she seemed like she fit. Uh, John Boyega, who I was a really big fan of from Attack of the Block. Oscar Isaac, which I loved him and pretty much everything I've seen him in. Uh, he just gets better and better. And so I was very excited about that. And then Adam Driver as the villain, as Kylo Ren. It's like, what? That's fantastic. This is going to be so good. And when I saw The Force Awakens, I remember when when I first saw the trailer, 
it was just so Star Wars. It just felt like Star Wars. And not that the prequels didn't, but I mean, they felt very different than what we had seen before. And there was something very familiar about the trailer to The Force Awakens. And as it turns out, as you watch the movie, it kind of is just a repeat of A New Hope. But I didn't mind it because I really liked Daisy Ridley as Rey. And I really liked John Boyega. And I liked the idea that Luke was missing and, you know, the the rebels, well, not rebels, uh, what are they called now? The resistance or something like that. They were, they had been looking for him for a very long time. Leia was a general. I didn't really like that her and Han weren't together, but I mean, it kind of tracks, kind of makes sense. Um, and the moment when you see the Falcon for the first time and Han and Chewie show up on it, like that scene, that moment is great. And that's, I think that's the thing with all, with all three of the um, sequel movies is they have very great moments, very Star Warsy moments that I think are top notch. And I love just the enthusiasm of John Boyega's character and kind of how goofy he is. And I really liked Rey as this potential Jedi, maybe. The fact that she was living in, was it a ATAT? It was something like that, um, that had crashed. I loved, I thought that was great. And her mining for the ships. It was just kind of cool to see what we had seen in the original trilogy back again because, you know, everything was so different in the prequels. So you had a lot of this imagery that was awesome. And then you had the character of Maz, Lepito Nyango, and I thought she was interesting. It was kind of weird. She wanted, she owned a bar that was very similar to the bar in Tatooine, and it was a very similar scene. And you find out that she's got Luke's lightsaber, and it's like, what is going on? And when you meet Kylo Ren almost immediately, and he's like stopping lasers with his with force powers, and they're just sitting there, you're like, that is amazing. And it, it kind of starts out sort of funny. I mean, you start with Oscar Isaac, and you see he's a very different character, but he sort of has that Han Solo swagger, and I thought that really worked, and I liked BB-8, the new droid. Uh, I thought he fit well with the droids, and I just really enjoyed the way that movie played out. I liked that it was kind of a Han Solo movie, and that he was the Obi-Wan, which is so weird because he was so against the Force and Obi-Wan and all that stuff in the original, and he didn't really believe in it. Um, I liked the idea that John Boyega was a stormtrooper, the brainwashing or whatever kind of stopped working on him and that was neat it was neat to have a stormtrooper involved and you're not really sure like is he gonna go back to being bad or not but I like how how brave he was but also like we need to get out of here at the same time like he always came back from being a coward having Carrie Fisher back in in the movie too was was cool and I like that she was the leader but the thing that like immediately I didn't really care for in in the movie was I didn't like the Starkiller base because it was just basically the Death Star again and we already had that in two previous movies. It was referenced in uh, Attack of the Clones, and I think also, and definitely in Rise of the S- or Revenge of the Sith. So I was kind of burnt out on it. And then we had a whole movie about the Death Star with Rogue One after these. And I'm like, okay, if we never do a Death Star again, that'll be fantastic. Uh, I just, I was like, wow, that's really kind of going back to the well. And then the other thing, I didn't like how the Resistance or the you know the old Rebellion. I didn't like how they were in the exact same place they were you know, in the original trilogy. I hated the idea that another empire, the First Order, popped up and took over the galaxy. I'm like, what were you guys doing? You fought for three movies to make this happen, and then all of a sudden we're right back to where we were? I thought that was kind of dumb. I didn't like that, you know, it went right back to that situation. And it just kind of felt like, all right, I've kind of seen this before, but I really liked Adam Driver as the villain, and I liked how he was just such a, just a 
fucking baby throwing fits all the time and wanting to be Darth Vader, which I thought was sort of a, a strange thing. But I liked how he wanted to be Darth Vader, even though the last time we had seen Darth Vader, he had turned good. And I don't think that was something he really I don't know if he didn't know that or if he didn't care. I mean, I guess now that we've seen in Ahsoka, like Anakin can be both at any given moment, I guess. So that now it would have been kind of neat if we would have got Hayden Christensen in some way into it. But the scene when Kylo goes nuts and like destroys everything was great. Han, Chewie, and Finn breaking into the uh, Death Star Starkiller base was very, you know, obviously reminiscent of the first movie. All the sequels have always done things that are reminiscent of the previous ones. And I mean, they, they, George Lucas has a thing. Again, it's like poetry. So if they rhyme, mm-hmm. every stanza kind of rhymes with the last one. Hopefully it'll work. But, like, Force Awakens really copied a lot of stuff. Like, it was beat for beat, the same stuff we saw in A New Hope. And it didn't bother me, because I liked the characters. I liked the characters, I like how fun the movie is, and I didn't care. And I liked the twist that it was Rey's character that was the Jedi and not Finn, which I think it's kind of leading you that way a little bit in the beginning. I liked how she could learn stuff just from you know, figuring that out that she has the force and she could take stuff from Kylo Ren and, you know, was instantly like kind of better than he was, which was crazy. He didn't know why. And it set up so much stuff. I mean, especially with Kylo, you had the Knights of Ren and you knew they destroyed Luke's temple. And I loved that idea. I'm like, wow, this is going to be so cool when they get all involved. That was great. I mean, it led to so many neat ideas. I liked where it was headed. I really did. And that was, I think, what I like so much about The Force Awakens. Another thing I mentioned earlier, I was really excited about Oscar Isaac being in the movie. And he's barely in it. Like, he's in it in the beginning. He's awesome. And then he meets Finn. And then they get separated because of a crash and stuff. And then you meet him again towards the end of the movie out of nowhere. He just comes and helps save the day. And it's like, oh, okay, I thought this was going to be like the new... Luke, Leia, Han type of situation, and not really. Like, it it really wasn't. But you can tell by the time they get to the end of the trilogy, that's what they wanted, but it it, they, it never goes through. Like, you, they wanted the main three people and the franchise to move over to them, and that's fine. I'm happy with that. Like, let's do that. That's a great idea. But they don't really follow through, and it really gets sidetracked in The Last Jedi, which up until last week, I've never really enjoyed watching The Last Jedi. I like elements, but then... When it's over, I don't, I'm like, I don't really like this movie. But the other night, something happened, and I don't know what it was. I liked it a whole lot more than I used to. There are still things I dislike on it. Luke being crotchety old hermit, I get it. I get why that would happen, and it it follows what has come before it. And that's fine. I can look past that. Would I want him being the Luke that we kind of would want him to be? The Luke we never really got to see? Of course. But that's fine that we didn't. Like, I storyline-wise, that makes all the sense in the world. Plus, he he's old. He's older. He wouldn't be the, the crazy Jedi that we were hoping he would end up being and that you saw a glimpse of in Return of the Jedi. And I was fine with that. And I, I the comedy, the, the fact that he was funnier in Last Jedi really threw me off the first time I, I saw it. Um, and then everything that I liked about Finn's character in the first movie, he, you know, he was he, he was funny, but he wasn't too funny like he was cowardly but you got why he was scared of the first order because he was one of them and he knows what they can do and so he when he was running it was because of that and that was fine but in this movie he's super super stupid like they made him really really dumb 
And I don't know why they, they leaned so hard into it. it. It just completely ruined how I felt about his character. And then when you move into the story with him and his his story with Rose, who I didn't mind Rose. I actually even liked her still this time when I watched it. But, uh, you know, fans went nuts and were so mean to her and... Just it would. She left social media because of it, and just the just the vile stuff that was said about that character, horrible, horrible. And I never understood why people hated her, but I think their storyline together was awful. Like I get it, I get that they were showing, you know, that there's two sides of things with war, and both sides can profit from it, whether you want to believe that or not. And you know that storyline was set up to fail. Their storyline and Oscar Isaac's, Poe Dameron's character, uh, they were all, all the things that they tried to do, they failed. And failure happens. And I get that, and I get that that's what they were going for. But it made everything feel like a giant waste of time. And I hate I hate saying that, but it, it still felt like that. Like, I still, I mean, I know what they were trying to do, and I get the point, but it wasn't even really that entertaining. It, it really was like prequel stuff that I didn't like in the prequel, it really felt like one of those. And the fact that Poe Dameron's character was on the opposite end of Leia and she was all mad at him, that was, like, again, I didn't like that. And then the fact that they were not the main group, the main new three people, not really involved in anything. Um, what I did like, and I, I I didn't even like it, I loved it, was Ray's character, Daisy Ridley. I loved Adam Driver as Kylo Ren in this one. And as Luke, I I loved the stuff that involved the Jedi and the Force. The new Force powers kind of that they show, like the connection with Ray and Kylo, I thought was really great. And I really liked where it was going. And I liked that he was trying to pull her to the dark side. She was trying to pull him to the light side. And by the time they finally have their cool... Uh, battle against Supreme Leader Snoke, who I haven't even mentioned yet, Andy Serkis' character, which they set him up as like this big emperor-type character. And then I liked the idea that Kylo kills him in the middle of The Last Jedi. And then he ultimately then becomes the Supreme Leader. And you think he's good. Like, you think he's turned good, and he's working with Rey, and they destroy everything in the throne room, and it's like, this is awesome. This is one of the best lightsaber duels I've ever seen. It's so much fun, and I got totally into it last the other night when I watched it. Then the fact that it doesn't turn him good. He's not good, and it didn't make her bad. They're still on the same sides. In fact, he's doubled down on it, and they then hate each other again because they're on the opposite sides. I liked that idea. I thought that was great, and I liked that you know she didn't know who she was for the whole first movie, and that's you know where we're kind of going. You know that's eventually going to be a reveal at some point somewhere in the in the trilogy and I liked in this one how they really kind of leaned into that she was nobody and her parents were nobody and I liked that that was the case I liked that she wasn't connected to any of the previous characters like let her be on her own I thought that was a good idea and then again that's something that gets taken away in the next movie the stuff where Luke milks the creature is weird I didn't care for that but whatever the fact that I know that Mark Hamill wasn't really on board with Ryan Johnson's take on on his character, that does kind of hurt the movie a little bit for me. And I told Brian this. It's no surprise. I said, I just fundamentally disagree with your concept of this character and how you use him. Now, having said that, I'll do everything within my power to realize your vision. Because, you know, it's not my character to, to decide. It belongs to other people. They just rent it out to me. Um, I liked they used a puppet Yoda. I thought that was fun. I liked the conclusion that, that Luke got to him doing the force projection of himself from the island to the end 
scene, whatever. I can't remember what the planet's called. I thought that planet, by the way, looked really neat. I thought visually it looked really cool. And then I liked when he battled Kylo Ren, but it was a hologram and we didn't know it. Kylo didn't know it. Um, or I don't know if it was a hologram necessarily, but like their lightsabers touched. But then, I don't know, they weren't very consistent with that idea. So I don't know what all the force could do there. Lightsabers could touch, but then he went through Luke. So, you know, whatever. Um, I liked that and I liked how just angry Kylo was and what a baby he was um in in that scene and just like whiny I really enjoyed that one of the the, one of the things that it seems I absolutely hated was Leia almost getting blown up and then floating through space half frozen like Mary Poppins uh it's a nice reveal that she's got the force but it just it looked stupid I laughed in the theater I don't know if I was supposed to be laughing but a lot of other people were too it's really silly I think going back to what I liked about it was the the fact that anybody could have the force, that it could be literally anybody. And then they show the kid in the end, use the force to grab a broom like it was nothing. Um, I thought that was a neat idea. And I liked I liked that Ray and the Resistance, they survived and they were going on to, um, you know, rebuild the Jedi or do whatever they were going to do. When they get away at the end, I liked that. I liked how it was. Ray finally met Poe, which again, whole movie, they didn't know each other. And this is like the core three. It just seemed like, you know, they didn't talk to each other. The the writers, the directors, the producers, Disney, no one communicated like, this is where we want to go. Like, there is no streamline with the three movies at all. And I think that's the problem with it. That's why I actually like the prequels more than I like the sequels. Because at least you know where it's going. At least you know that there's they're all connected and they're telling one story. These are really three just out there stories. And then, but when I got to the end of Last Jedi... I was excited to see where it went. And even though I knew it's not going to be followed up on because then JJ Abrams comes back to do the third movie rise of Skywalker, which I still think that's a terrible name. Everybody was so freaked out by the fan response to last Jedi being so different, which is funny because I agree that it was very different. I didn't care for it, but then watching it again, it honestly felt the most like a star Wars movie to me where it wasn't just doing the exact same thing that the other movies had done. Like, it did its own thing, but still felt very Star Wars. And there might have been half the movie that I wasn't really fond of, but the stuff I liked, I really, really liked. And I was, again, interested, like, oh, where's this going to go? And then I remember, oh, yeah, it doesn't... It kind of goes back on some of these things. Uh, like Kylo throwing throwing away the helmet, destroying it, being his own person. I thought that was awesome. I thought that was great character growth. And I was very excited to see where he went as the supreme leader. And then Rise of Skywalker comes out, and... Kylo puts the helmet back on. The Emperor's back out of nowhere. Not even referenced a little bit in the other movies. The Emperor's there. Uh, the three main heroes, Rey and Finn and Poe, they're best friends, but also they have banter and they don't get along. And then they have to go on this scavenger hunt for a thing to find another thing to get to where they're going, to get to the planet where the Emperor's at. It's just, it's ridiculous. But that movie is also a lot of fun. I'm entertained every time I watch that movie. I think the Emperor stuff is really ridiculous. I don't like that the Emperor came back. I was really hoping that, you know, it could have just been Kylo as the bad guy the entire time and the Knights of Ren. Like, that's what I wanted. I thought that would have been a good good thing to go. But the Knights of Ren are there. They don't really do much. Um, they're in the background. They just get mentioned like, ooh, there's the Knights of Ren. Literally what a Stormtrooper says. It's like, oh, oh yeah, I forgot about them because they weren't really addressed whatsoever in the second movie. That was the weird thing. It was like Ryan Johnson took what he liked in The Force Awakens 
and just did that. And then the things he didn't like, he kind of tossed away. And then when J.J. Abrams came back, it was like he was making a sequel to The Force Awakens and sort of ignoring a lot of what happens in The Last Jedi. And it's just so not connected. And it drives me absolutely crazy. But I'm still entertained. Like, that's it's the weirdest thing. Like, I still, it's still Star Wars and I still really like it. But it, the Rise of Skywalker is just so fan servicey and. Like even giving Chewie the medal at the end that he never got at the in the first movie because fans have wanted it forever. I feel like Disney was like, you know what? We need to really fix what people didn't like in that last one and just give them everything they want. And it was just like, here, here's a reference, here's a reference, here's a character. There, take it. You're gonna love it. You're gonna love all this. And actually, it's like the lowest rated Star Wars of all of them. I think Phantom Menace might be lower, but that's I think that might be it. I liked seeing Ray training. I liked seeing Luke and Leia training, um, and they're de-aged. I thought that was a cool little little shot uh luke is a force ghost i thought that was cool um him lifting his plane like yoda did was neat that was again like hey remember when yoda did this that's all that stuff was kylo putting the helmet back on really annoyed me and then kylo turning good um turning back to the light side of the force i hated i hated that because i really liked where his character went and like that he just doubled down on being on the dark side and being evil and again, I liked his connection with Ray. I liked where it was explored and stuff like that. And I liked how they could see each other. That was neat. And they kept that through line going. But then him turning good, even though I liked it when they fight together, like they have really good chemistry together, the two of them, whether they're fighting or they're on the same side, like it just works. And I liked all that. But him being good and seeing the ghost of Han, because Leia, you know, Carrie Fisher died before they could do the movie and that had to be hard because I know from everything that I've read her role was going to be a lot bigger and it was going to be kind of her movie kind of the first one was Han then it was Luke's and then it was going to be Leia's and I don't think there's another Star Wars movie where where I roll my eyes more than Rise of Skywalker but at least I'm having fun doing it like when I roll my eyes during Attack of the Clones during every single C-3PO scene or the romance scenes I I hate my experience that I'm having but with Rise of Skywalker at least it's fun. Like, I'm having a good time watching it, but I hate that the movies don't connect storyline-wise, like, at all. Like, they do loosely. It's like they were playing telephone, making the trilogy. And, you know, when you watch the first trilogy, they go together. The prequels were all about Anakin turning into Darth Vader, and there's just no through-line with that sequel trilogy, and it's frustrating. That's what I take away from the three movies. Like, I, there's things in all of them that I really love, I, I probably like The Force Awakens the most because I, that movie's fun and there's a sense of fun and there's a sense of like, I can't wait to see where this goes. Um, but over time, I guess that does get more frustrating because a lot of the things that I liked, that I'm like, oh, where's this going to go? doesn't really go anywhere because Ryan Johnson didn't like those things. So he did his own thing. And again, I appreciate his movie a lot more now than I used to. Maybe it'll change again for the other ones. Um, I will say I laughed out loud at the end of Rise of Skywalker when <laughs> two times when Kylo saves her and they kiss and then he falls over dead i laughed out loud in the theater and i also laughed at the very end when ray takes the skywalker name because she's actually a palpatine the emperor she's the granddaughter of like the clone i don't know or get it but i hated that they made her related to him which was a a, a, a thought in the first movie a lot of people theorized that that was maybe the case that she's gonna be the emperor's relative of some kind and you know 
I don't know timeline if it all makes sense. It doesn't really matter. But I hated that they took her from being a nobody to, hey, she's related to the bad guy. Maybe she's going to turn bad. She could have maybe turned bad anyway or almost turned bad. Like it would have, I don't know. They could have done it without her being related. So that was annoying. It's a frustrating trilogy. I don't dislike it. I dislike a lot of things in it. I wish the continuity between them all would have been in line and the same, but they're not. They're fun movies. I enjoy them. I will still watch them again and again. And I, you know, it's like I've always said with, with, if you're a fan of franchises or any kind of comic book thing, if it doesn't meet your expectations, you should give it another try and watch it for what it is, which I think is what I finally was able to do with The Last Jedi and all of them. I'm like, okay, I know these, these aren't going to connect. I know, you know, this stuff's going to happen. That's going to drive me nuts, but I'm going to watch it anyway, see what happens. And I tend to enjoy it, especially with Star Wars. That's I, I have a soft spot for Star Wars in any way. I played Jedi Survivor the other night, and I lost for like three hours straight on this one bad guy. Turns out it's optional. I don't even have to do it, but I kept playing because it's Star Wars, and it was fun fighting it. But I died every time. It was dumb. But there you go. There's my thoughts on the sequel trilogy. I like them, and I don't. They're very frustrating, but overall, I have a good time with them. And I like The Last Jedi more now than I used to, which I didn't see coming. That was a real shocker. The Rewatch Podcast is an Alpha Media production.